Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. In Iran today, Maryam accidentally kills her husband, Nazar, and she is sentenced to death. The only person who can save her is Mona, Nasser's daughter. All Mona has to do is appear on a popular TV show and forgive Miriam. But forgiveness proves difficult when they are forced to relive their past. And there is so much more to this in terms of the, the actual film. It's called Yalta, A Night for Forgiveness. And we're joined today by the director and writer of this film, and that would be Masood Bakshi. Masood, thank you. Welcome to Film School Radio. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, the film is a very interesting format for a film that is about so many things, especially related to family, uh, a, a, so much to do with what I said in the intro and what the title says, forgiveness and understanding of the things that happen on the night that uh, uh, Nasser died. There's there's a lot here. Tell me a little bit about where the story for uh, Yelta, the a Night for Forgiveness, came from. Uh, well, I'm a documentary filmmaker, and um, I remember that I saw several years ago um, yeah. two documentary films about um, uh, some convicted uh, women for murdering their own husbands. And uh, I always wanted to make a, a fiction film about this subject because... Uh, uh, to me, the stories of uh, these um, these women who were criminals, but at the same time victims themselves, were so interesting and untold stories that I wanted to 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 make a film about. And um, later, I I wrote the, the the first draft of the script in which. Um, the reality show didn't exist. Actually, it was uh, written in a classical way, and um, I put lots of flashbacks, you know, to reveal the, the, the past, this temporary marriage between the young wife and the old husband, and all of the events, you know, before the, 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 the crime, the, 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 this accidental killing, actually. Later, a friend of mine who knew that I'm working in this subject asked me to see this TV reality show in the Iranian TV that existed for almost uh, 12 years. When I saw this TV reality show, it just it was so shocking to me that I decided to choose the frame of one episode of this show and to place the story inside of it, you know. The structure of the film changed radically. To me, it was important to to tell this story in the frame of this reality show. Yeah, it really gives the film and the story, there's a certain surrealness to the way that it plays out in terms of it, because it's a, it's a show. It's a show with singers and entertainers. It's, so it's this kind of mix of that. And then this, the centerpiece of the, of the show is the, the dynamic between the accused and someone who is who can essentially decide the fate of that person and just seems pretty extreme that literally life and death is being decided 
in each one of these shows. But this is the world we live in. This is a this is not all that unfathomable as it might have been 15 or 20 years ago. Um, is this a show that in Iran is 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 it popular? Is it something that is sort of grabbed the attention of the country? Is it something specific about Iranian culture? That what is it about the show? I just like to thank you for for mentioning that it's surrealistic because it is surrealistic actually. Yeah. Well, um, to tell you the truth, the existing show. I mean, the, the show that existed, because I have to say at the beginning that right after my film, the production of the existing show was stopped. And that's the that's the really good sign. I'm wow. really happy. I'm really proud of it. Wow. That, well, that is. That reason. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, well, the, the existing show was um, kind of a TV reality show, just like any other TV reality show which is somehow everyone knows it's not real. It's not 100% real. It's a kind of staged, you know, program with the central theme of uh, forgiveness. But it was not necessarily about the crime cases. And yet I noticed that the most interesting episodes of this show was the, the episodes with the crime cases. The thing is that there is this exceptional law in Iran that permits the victims' families to forgive the criminal only in the accidental cases of the killing, not in the intentional crimes. By this, you know, forgiveness, the life of someone can be saved, which is, I think, to me, it's a kind of wonderful, you know, exception in the law that uh, this kind of forgiveness is permitted, you know, and uh, exists. And uh, But the fact that in the show and in the reality show, you know, it's in the live program, they invited these kind of people and the life and death of someone is at the stakes, you know, in front of millions of spectators. This was not acceptable to me. And when I saw the, sh the show for the first time, I, I told myself that it's not possible. This is surrealistic. And that's why I decided to make a film about yeah. it. Of course, the film goes beyond, you know, a right. kind of critics against only the this TV reality show, which is a horrible, you know, phenomenon of the bigger, you know, kitsch factory, which is te television in general. And again, you know, in bigger scale, in all of the medias, we have this kind of, you know, judgment and manipulation, you know, manipulations of emotions of the audience and and uh, the film is critics, I mean, it's harsh and severe critics against all of these, you know, kind of abusing the, the audience and manipulating their emotion to, to, to reach a kind of, uh, to, to, to have a kind of, to, to entertain while there is no place for entertainment in such a stories. The great promise of television when it came in, in the 1950s was that it would open up our eyes to the rest of the world we would be we would all suddenly understand the world in a better way that we would the world would be a better place because we would have this window into to the people of the world we did not know or were fearful of or all kinds of things were promised the promise of the technology and what has happened i believe is over the years it has flattened out all of our kind of experiences, the way that we take in experiences, TV is the great equalizer. 
the good and the bad, the ugly, the despicable, the heinous, the wonderful, are all within a one click away from from our entertainment perspectives. And so one of the things that I really value about Yalda, A Night for Forgiveness, is that it it is for all to see in a way that I think you've presented it because in the context of the show of that we're watching, there are real human experiences, real uh, life and death stakes. So we get to know these different characters in the film in a way that the watching them on a, the TV screen in the course of the movie is a, comp- is a very different experience than the ones that we're seeing backstage. So I think that that contrast for me is lends a lot of power to what I think you were hoping to accomplish with this film. Is that does that sound fair? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think uh, what you said about television is completely right because it's a kind of um, constant invitation to to judgment, judging. You know, why when you don't know the story, the real story right. behind you. Right. What do you see? And the real story behind every character, you know, every guest in, in such a program, it's impossible to be able to see um, or to feel the truth, you know, while the people are just invited to, to send SMS and to, 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 to judge, you know, at every moment. Well, I wanted to show that this is, this is really not human. And that's exactly what the television, you know, in one way or, or another, and specifically in these kind of uh, reality show programs, you know, they do with the audience. I think to me, the question of forgiveness, it, it is also very, very important. The real forgiveness and the, 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 that proves to be quasi impossible you know it's very very difficult that forgiveness comes from the the, the the heart in these kind of circumstances that for financial or for other reasons you know a person is somehow obliged the, that's the whole story of the film well let's talk about the the characters i mean there's mona who is the daughter of nasser who is there to essentially be the arbiter of whether or not Miriam is to live or to die and that relationship that how it it is a long time relationship Miriam's relationship to that their family uh, talk a little bit about the sort of internal dynamics of, of the of these characters and their stories well uh, these two characters like Mariam and Mona they are just um, somehow completing each other they were close friends, but at the same time, they are coming from two opposite, you know, social class, you know. Right. And uh, yeah. one of the basic themes of the yeah. film is also this uh, gap, this huge gap that exists between the, 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 the different, you know, social classes, you know. And unfortunately, this is something which is not limited to my country, which is not limited to the urban society of Iran today. In many, many countries, I can say that in the, the whole world, we... We are living this kind of huge gap between um, the, 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 a rich uh, minority that wants everything, you know, at any price, you know, a huge majority that suffers from injustice. And basically what, what we see with, with, with the film, uh, another, you know, the central question of the film is about the justice itself. Yeah. And while the characters we see uh, somehow every one of them suffers from injustice. Well, the, the, there are other contrasts and other, you know, oppositions in the film, you know. The fact that um, the whole uh, crew 
and the team of this TV reality show won't absolutely having forgiveness, you know, because there is a festivity. This is a very, very important uh, traditional feast for Iranians. Yalda night is the longest night of the year. And uh, Iranians celebrate this night, you know, from thousand years ago. So it's very important to have a kind of happy ending for this uh, show tonight. And at the same time, what we see, you know, uh, in the backstage is that um, it's a very, very tragic story is going on there. Yeah. You know, what happens between Mariam and her own family, her own mother, who manipulates her to appear in this show, you know, and to beg for her life. It's uh, one of the saddest things happens, you know, during the story. I think the fact that I really try to be uh, close to the reality of the the Iranian society, I really did a, a, a long research, you know, for every detail of the film. I remember that in uh, my first draft of the script, um, the, the crew of this television show consisted of, somehow of men and women. And I visited a real studio, TV studio, and I saw, and I noticed that there are most of the technicians working there. They are female, and I changed this detail in my story, and that's why you see that so many women are working to produce these kind of shows. Thank you for bringing that up because I did take note of the fact that, as you said, most a lot of the technical side of the production were women. The director is a man, but there's that. And there is something that is, it's in the film, but it's not explicitly in the film. And it's a phenomena that's happened over the last 50 years in the world. And that is this sort of migration of the rural people of the rural parts of countries, Iran, China. It happened during the Industrial Revolution here in the United States. So this massive migration from one part of the country, literally uprooting millions upon millions of people in putting them in a more more urban setting, a more a, a, a city, and, and the impact that that has on a country, the, not only uh, the culture, but just the sort of class, you're describing the sort of class distinction that becomes more and more evident of the haves and the have-nots. And so this is, this as you said, that Mona comes from money, Miriam comes, does not. And oftentimes, it's the idea, by the way, I want to do talk about the temporary marriage, which is a big part of the story of Nasser and Miriam. But uh, this migration of people and the economic impact it's still to this day having all around the world in terms of the disparity between the rich and the poor. Yeah, actually, the, um, that is in the heart of the film, I think. Uh, and um, I think my big challenge was... Uh, um, to respect this kind of uh, central uh, theme, um, I mean the gap and this distinction between the two classes. This, this, I can I can call it a fight, you know, existing between two two different classes. At the same time, not creating black and white character. At the same time, we see that Mariam is not, you know, hundred percent an angel. And Mona is not a kind of devil, you know. They are both, you know, human beings. They are um, at some some point. I mean, there is a kind of uh, radical changing of uh, point of view in the in the story. We just leave Mariam and and we just go with Mona because I wanted to show that she is also a kind of human being and 
very, very vulnerable in this difficult situation under this huge pressure. I think in our real world, there is no good and evil, you know, 100%. We are all great characters and it's... Uh, in, in cinema and in drama, you know, it's very difficult in drama to create, you know, great characters. But um, I try to be, you know, close to the reality. I, I remember that working with the actresses, I ask each one of them to have a kind of role model in the real life, you know, for their for their parts. And but we, we had this chance, you know, to have a kind of three or four weeks of preparation, you know, before shooting. And in this time, we had um, lots of discussions, interesting discussions about, you know, we didn't used to, to repeat, you know, and to rehearse the scenes. Instead of that, we used to talk a lot about the, the origins of every character, the, the origins of these kind of problems in the society. And that was basically a kind of very, very interesting social, cultural discussion with the, with the whole cast, you know. And the fact that uh, we have something like at least 10 female characters in the film, for me, uh, was a kind of uh, great chance, you know, to, to know better the, 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 the female society of my own country and my own society today. I want to remind our listeners we're talking about the film Yalda, A Night for Forgiveness. It's uh, being released through film movement, the film here in the United States. So... Is there a website that people can, can go to? Should they go to the Film Movement website? Where should they go to find out more? Actually, they, are, they do both. They do uh, digital and at the same time theatrical release. But, um, yeah, I think uh, they can easily, I mean, um, looking for the title of the film, they can easily find it as the Yalla is the kind of uh, mm. antique Persian word, which means the big birth. And it's kind of uh, traditional uh, festivity, very, very important to Iranians. So uh, with the title, they can easily find the film and watch it. I want to remind our listeners that we're speaking with the director of Yalda, A Night for Forgiveness, and that would be Masood Bakshi. How, what's the reaction been uh, to the film if it's been screened in Iran? Has it been? And if it has, what's been the reaction to the film? Well, um, yeah, I, um, yes, it was released in Iran. Uh, I mean, before its uh, European release, the, the film was released in Iran. I really wanted, I, I insisted a lot to, to, to have this release uh, before any other, you know, uh, co-producer country to have the film shown in my own country because... First of all, my, my first film was not shown, was banned in Iran. And to me, it was personally important to have this film shown in Iran. And uh, second of all, um, it was right after the, 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 the confinement, the first confinement in a very hard time because of the pandemic. And no distributor actually dared to release a film. But um, I told myself that it's the time, you know, for the film to be released because after, you know, if the theaters will be open, you know, widely, there were so many commercial films, you know, coming to the theaters that there, there would be no place for such a film. And I was lucky to, to get to know a kind of NGO run by women, by activists who are really active getting forgiveness, you know, from the victim's family. And we decided to dedicate the 
income of the film, you know, out of this national release to liberate two convicted prisoners. And this changed the whole, you know, campaign for the film. Uh, we found many, many uh, audience from different, you know, backgrounds, like lawyers, activists, journalists, they came to see the film. And we succeeded to liberate two prisoners also and save two lives, which was, the, the, the I think, the, the most beautiful impact that the film could have, you know, in the Iranian society. That's an amazing story. Well, um, again, I don't know if this is a question that's appropriate to this film, but I've always struggled uh, morally, politically, with the idea of the death penalty. Is, is the death penalty something that is embedded in a way of thinking for the, for the Iranians, or is that something that is, is it, as it seems to be so fluid based on this particular program that you were talking about, I believe this show is called Joy of Forgiveness. Is that correct? Is that it? Yes, yes. Yeah, is that, is that just something, and I don't know if it's appropriate to our conversation, but I'm just kind of curious about the idea of the death penalty. Is that something that's just? You know. I think I think it's very very complicated because it's uh, somehow funny at the same time and at the same time sad that in both of our countries, you know, this yes. penalty yes. exists. You know, yes. the thing is that this exceptional law that uh, allows and permits, you know, a victim's family to forgive a criminal in the case of non-intentional murders. And to save the life of someone, it's. Uh, I think personally, um, thinking that this is this is really unique and and wonderful. I don't think that killing someone is a kind of the best solution for 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 uh, as a kind of punishment. I personally thinking like that, but the society, you know, needs to to find a cultural solution for this kind of uh, okay. uh, punitive system, you know. And I think in Iran, I can say that more and more we see people, you know, getting involved in these kind of questions and becoming aware of the necessity of these kind of discussions today in the Iranian society. Mm -hmm. And the fact that just like Yalda, there are so many uh, other films, you know, dealing with these kind of subjects, it shows that the, the cultural and also artistic society and intellectuals and, and filmmakers are also aware about the, the importance of these kind of uh, discussions and subjects. Thank you. Thank you so much. Once again, the film is Yalda, A Night for Forgiveness, and um, it is going to be here in the United States, screening through the distributor uh, film movement, and it will be at virtual theaters as well as video on demand release on. Be looking for this. This is the kind of film that causes you to look at a story from multiple points of view. It asks some questions that I think um, are provocative uh, as well as um, unanswerable as well. It's, it's, a, it's just a really sophisticated film uh, about something that at, might initially sound a bit shocking, but it's played out in a very nuanced way very nuanced way and I, I, I really appreciate it the, about the, the work is is uh, the, the attention to detail not only of the story but of the characters themselves so I, I want to congratulate you again on your work here Masood. 
Thank you very much. Thank you. We, we've been talking with Masood Bakshi, and he's the director of Yalda, A Night for Forgiveness. Come back next time, hopefully, for your, for your, next, uh, your next project. I look forward to our conversation. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good day. You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio. Music